Esther Ryder, and today we're going to talk to Wendy McKelvey, who owns a successful candle-making business in Amish country in Fredericksburg, Ohio. She didn't really dream of owning a business growing up, but was grateful for the opportunity when her husband sold his and needed a flexible income to take care of their two sons, their activities, and additional help that the boys needed. So sit back and listen to our interview with Wendy. All right, so we are here with Wendy. And Wendy, I met at the gym that we go to. And the (laughs) lady, Kristen, who's our trainer, she's like, I actually approached her and said, hey, can we do a one-on-one? Like, I don't want anybody to see me at the gym. And then she's like, hey, this is other lady that wants to join us. Is that okay? And I'm like, sure, because I didn't want (laughs) to say no and mess up her schedule, but I was nervous. And you came or just super, super sweet. And we clicked and just was great fun until school started. And I wimped out and didn't do it anymore. So I'm so excited to have you here. And that's how I learned that you had a candle business. And then you come bearing gifts, <laughs> a candle that smelled so good. And this harvest pumpkin room spray that is literally warm in my hands. You just finished making it this <laughs> yes, morning. Yes, I did. <laughs> and I sprayed it. And to me, this would be good, not only like is it really good for if you have pets too? Because we have a Absolutely. dog. Absolutely. Yes. Because I'm just thinking that would just freshen up a room and make it smell like good or seasonal without like a heavy cleaning smell. Maybe? Exactly. I constantly have candles burning in my house, four or five of them, you know, at mm-hmm. one time, just because I own the business and I love them. But if I don't have candles burning and somebody's coming or, you know, knocking on my door or whatever, I am like grabbing the room spray and spraying it just to kind of, you know, freshen up the room. Yeah. So it's perfect. Because even if a house is really, really clean, like if I'm showing a house, for example, as a realtor, if it doesn't smell good, they remember that just as well as they remember it cleaning. Yeah. So I will stock that. you up. <laughs> yes, thank you. So obviously you own a candle business. So can you tell us the name of the candle business and just a little bit about like how long you've owned it? Okay. So it? I own the 1824 Candle Company and it actually started in 2007. I purchased it in 2017. So really close friends of ours, Kurt and Jenny Weaver started the business from scratch in Fredericksburg. And so I kind of grew with them with the process and I would just hang out in their candle room for years. Now, is that as an employee or as a friend? As a friend, just hanging out, you know. was it fun to make them and then smell them or just because you wanted to be with them? They were just friends of ours and I enjoyed like watching the process and to be honest, half the time I would just sit there and chat with them and Mm -hmm. really didn't pay attention to the process, but I kind of knew what was involved. So basically it started in 2007 and around 2017-ish, they kind of were just wanting to phase out of it, sell it, let it fizzle out. And I was just hanging out at their house. Our family was over and they kind of mentioned about selling the business. And I kind of jokingly said, maybe I should buy the business. And they're like, yeah, that would be great. You know, laughed it off. But I was kind of serious because at that time I was a stay-at-home mom and it just kind of worked itself. It worked, you know, we ended up purchasing it. And so I've only really had it for three years, but I've been kind of around it, around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since the beginning. So. so let's talk through that. So your career before you had your boys was, tell me, remind me, I can't remember. X-ray tech. Okay. Not anything close to owning a business or candles or whatever. So when you were growing up and when you were an x-ray tech, and even when the boys were little before you bought this, were you ever thinking I'm an entrepreneur? kind of a person? Um, Or did you have that always in the back of your mind somehow or think about that? Or was it just kind of came into your lap like it did and had not crossed your mind before? I guess 
Yes and no. I loved being an x-ray tech. I still am an x-ray tech. I still fell in on occasion. It is my passion to help people, medical field, everything like that. Like I do miss working full-time as x-ray. But when I had the boys... Just the schedule of working in x-ray just didn't jive with family life. I worked full-time in Canton at Mercy, so that was a drive well, every day. Well, those are 12-hour days, right? So you're... No, okay. no, they weren't. We They didn't. They had eight-hour days okay. at that time, but just with the drive and everything. And then I had to stop, or I moved to Worcester Orthopedics, and then I didn't have a set time I got out of work. I just... Mm-hmm. So I had no idea. Like, if the doctor was behind, I was behind. So... So I couldn't like mentally, emotionally, physically couldn't handle that schedule with small children. So I stopped working and then this kind of happened, like fell in my lap. So it's been a blessing to kind of take on this. And so I can be at home. Everything is done in my home in the basement. So nice. (laughs) Yeah. So do you feel, so a couple of things, I guess, let's start with the, the purchasing of it. You had been there as a friend watching your friend do stuff. Mm-hmm. So because of that, was that the only aspect that you were familiar with as the actual making and you learned the rest or did you kind of come in knowing the financial end and the supplier end and all that stuff? Just as a friend, just the process of making it, they would come to me and be like, Hey, smell this new fragrance oil that we got. Or do you like this? Or, you know, just ask opinions as far as new products or anything like that but I had no idea the financial, who their suppliers were, you know, that was all new to me when I bought the business. So is that a fun learning curve to learn all that? Or like, oh my goodness, this is not my area. Oh my goodness, this is not my area. That is definitely, my husband is wonderful and takes care of all of the book work, the, you know, financial part of it, because that is not me. Like that is right down his alley. But I kind of learned really quick and it wasn't hard for me to pick up on the whole, you know, recipes and, you know, stuff like that and how to produce the products. So, well, and sometimes it's about working in your strength. So you're really good and enjoy the candle. And if he's there and likes the business and, you know, isn't, as a number nerd, I'm a number nerd, then yeah. that's perfect because you're able to do what you want to do and then have him do his part. And so it's like a win-win and then you have a successful business too. Yeah. And it helps that he actually owned his own business for several years. He owned a successful landscaping business. I don't know, like almost 15 years. He just recently, I would say three or four years ago, he stopped with the landscaping business and took on a full-time firefighting EMT uh, position at our Fredericksburg Fire Department. So he was used to the whole business aspect and everything that, you know. Did that help you in your business? Because like you kind of knew how it worked in the sense of like, okay, you might just the hours that it takes or the flexibility or, you know, someone not paying a bill. Like you would have known all that even yes. though you were an employee W2 type of person. That was, was that helpful to kind of know that going in? Yes. Really? I was kind of, I'm going to be honest, just a little bit scared because I knew all of the hours that he put into his business. He was constantly in his office. No, you know, we couldn't go on vacations. We couldn't just because oh, yeah, owning, summer would have been his busy time. Yeah. Too. And then winter, he would plow snow. So oh, we yeah. literally have not had a family vacation until three years ago. So it was 
It was kind of nerve wracking to me, but I knew it was the step that I had to take to be flexible for my boys, being mm-hmm. home for the boys. And that was number one. So, so you bought it to be flexible and, and make income for the, and be their home for your boys. Yes. Sometimes I think people go into business and they feel like they have to be the next Walmart in size, so to speak, or whatever. Like, where do you want to like, or do you sell yours all wholesale or retail places? Both. Or what do you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so I do you want to, do you see it where you are employing 20 women and you're just doing the other part? Or do you want to be where it's in your basement, it's an intimate family thing and you're doing like, where do you, what do you have goals for? Like, what do you want it to look like? Cause it doesn't have to look the same for every person. Exactly. You know, actually, yes. I knew that I kind of wanted it to be kind of more local. I have no problems. You know, I would love, I love to send all over the United States people people ordering, people finding me online. That is great. But I have to realize and like think that why I took this business over to begin with is to not be so crazy busy and not work the long hours and just kind of bring in some income, but yet still be able to, you know, not miss sporting events because I have to make candle deliveries or I have to be downstairs, you know, all evening because I'm so big. Yeah. Right. I I kind of like it just myself right now. I don't know. We'll see what the future holds, but you know. Well, and making sure you're there for those boys events shows them that you care. And that was the whole reason that you, yeah. you know, did it to start with. And it just looks, it's all so professionally packaged and done and everything. It's like, oh, this is beautiful. Well, like I'm beyond. Product being the not the display what I'm trying to look for the way it's done the product is just so well you know put together it looks very good yes thank you I it my one weakness I would say for myself is picking apart the product well this isn't perfect well you know people don't see it like I'm so hard on myself and that is something that I have struggled with and I just tell myself you know what people love the products people love you know the smells and you know give me compliments so I just need to pull out the positive and not focus on that it's not Yankee Candle or whatever it's it's hard for me just because I like things perfect but I think they are perfect I'm just being yeah. hard on myself yeah I think I think sometimes we're our, our own worst critic like yeah. it really everybody else thinks it's perfection but for whatever reason we might not think that way because we are being too hard on ourselves. So yeah. I'm wondering, had they just closed their business and you know you had not purchased it, do you think that you would have a year or two down the road thought, hmm, I really wish I would have bought their candle business. I'm going to start my own from scratch. Or do you think that just flowed naturally and was just happened the way it was meant to happen? I probably wouldn't have. I would have just been, you know, doing my mom thing, you know, at home, mm-hmm. uh, maybe looking for another part-time or something as flexible as this. But yeah, I I guess the first thought when they said that they were selling their candle business was, oh my gosh, what, what candles am I going to buy now? Like that's mm-hmm. the only candles I've ever really purchased unless they were gifts. And so it was more of, I need my candles. Like I, you know, I have my absolute favorites that I, you know, so yeah, it was kind of so like, I can't. Because you still got your candles and that took care of the income yeah. component and allowed them to sell something they had built so well versus just like, yeah. I can't imagine just that much time and then just be letting it. Well, they worked full time. I don't okay. know how they worked full time jobs. Them did. Both and of did them this. jobs. Wow. Yeah. And then did this in the evenings and then they were, they're starting to get grandkids. Mm-hmm. So it was like they were just moving in a different phase, different yeah. stage. And I totally understand. I mean, 
I would probably be in the same, you know, boat as they were. Yeah. And I love that I still keep it in Fredericksburg where it started. And they're really close friends. And they were so excited that I wanted to take it over. So they knew it was in good hands. Yeah. Well, and you spend all that time there. I'm sure that was just special, you know, to them too. Like family had bought it. Yeah. We are like family. Yep. So is your business seasonal like do you see a drop in sales in summer versus like christmas time because maybe people don't light as many candles if it's warm out i don't know i'm just making that up maybe that doesn't matter or christmas for gifts and things like that a little bit i still burn candles even before i own the candle business i love the windows up my lemongrass burning and the neighbors can smell it so yes i do slow down a little bit in the summer which i'm okay with like i am crazy 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 busy this time of year fall, you know, August to November is insane. I probably work 12, 14 hour days like downstairs during this time of year. But when the boys are home in the summer and we're out by the pool, I'm okay being slow. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me, you know, and I'm there to, you know, stores still order or internet orders come in and I can just pop downstairs before, you know, early morning when the boys are still sleeping and get them done. I bet the basement smells so good. That's all the time. I never thought about that until just now. Yeah. Well, it travels through my whole house. I get it all the time. Yeah. (laughs) And then the neighbors can smell it if the windows are open. I mean, it's just, yeah. That's a perk of being your neighbor. Yes. Right. So do the boys ever help you with the business? Like when you have those 12, 14 hour days, do they help you like make the candles or package or do they kind of do their own? Yes. They can do some things. I mean, obviously they don't handle the hot wax or anything like that mm-hmm. at this age, but they will put the warning labels on for me and mm-hmm. Reed will jump on my laptop and turn out candle labels for me or whatever I need. I and that. how yeah. old are your boys again? Uh, Reed, he's our oldest. He's 10 and Brady, he's nine. So so Brady's kind of like, eh, you know, when I wick jars, you know, he'll, if I have lots of boxes to do, Mm -hmm. he'll kind of get burnt out quite easy. You know, he's like, I'm done. Can I take a break? But Mm -hmm. Reed, no, he can, he's in it for the long haul. He's good about helping. Well, think about what they're learning. Like they're learning hard work. They're learning that sometimes your work is not normal hours. They're Mm -hmm. learning how to do shipping labels, like all those things that they're learning that they can use in life, no matter what career they have. I love that yeah so because with my job as a realtor they're not going to show a house for me or whatever that's kind of that's neat that you that you have that with them I'm hoping, you know, when they're older, I can put them to work a little bit more mm-hmm. <laughs> and be responsible with that. Well, and what we've told our boys too is like, because my husband owns a furniture company, a construction company, it's that since we own these other businesses, they have the option of working for us. Or if they're not going to work for us, then they can work at, you know, a restaurant where you have to work on the weekends if yeah. you're in high school because they have to have people fill those hours. And then if you want to, it's not optional. So maybe you want to take your girlfriend out on Saturday, but you're working until nine o'clock or you can show good work ethic and work for us and then have some flexibility. And that's like a perk of being self-employed that they wouldn't have if you know, we are both still teachers, which we used to do mm-hmm. years ago. So that kind of the same thing, like you can put your boys to work and, yeah. and have that extra time with them. Too, yeah. You know? Yeah. We were hoping eventually that it was kind of bittersweet with the whole my husband stopping the landscaping business because when we had the two young boys, we always dreamed of them working with their dad and, you know, Mm -hmm. taking the business over. But now they're stuck with mom (laughs) making candles. (laughs) 
But that's true. I never thought about that would play into his decision to sell the business, the landscaping business, because they, it was a family, you know, thing and how that Mm -hmm. plays out. So, I mean, really whatever we do, whatever job we have, family, whether it's our own business or an employee family does impact that, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's good or bad, because you never see your kids either at all impacts that for sure. Mm-hmm. I know you're really good about doing activities with your boys and being to their stuff. But still, if you have a big business order, like you're saying, you're working 12 to 14 hours and it's in your basement. Mm-hmm. So there are times it's, it's handy, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But there are times maybe at least, and I see that with me because a lot of times I'm working on my peninsula, my kitchen table. It's hard to stop. Because it is right there at home. Do you ever feel like that's the case for you or like your business owns your schedule sometimes even though you have a flexible schedule? Or did, have you figured out a way to do that better than me and probably most people? <laughs> no, I am i don't have any secrets or, you know, but I really try to work my tail off during the school day while they're at school. If I have to put in extra time during these busy seasons, I'll put them to bed a lot of times and go work downstairs and pull all-nighters because I just can't, I'm not saying I've never worked downstairs while the boys are home. I'm not, you know, it, it has to happen, event, you know, sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's just hard for me to be working downstairs and they're all upstairs enjoying each other or playing outside or, so I try to do what I can when they're at school. In the summer, it's kind of hard, I but- I was wondering that. How do you handle that in the summer? Like I said, I'm a little bit slower in the summer, so I can, if they're kind of lounging around in their jammies in the morning, just waking up and I'll mm-hmm. just, you know, get their breakfast going or say, hey, grab a bowl of cereal this morning and mommy's downstairs for a little bit. And then by 10, 30, 11 o'clock, I, we're all outside by the pool all day. Mm-hmm. So between the hours of, you know, 11 and 3, I don't go down in the candle room if I don't have to. So in the summer. That's good that you've been able to like know that was important to you from the beginning and then stay with that even when it gets busy that you've kind of said this is my like I realize they're going to intertwine right this is how I have a plan for keeping that separated it's almost like you take your 11 to 3 pool time and treat it just like it was a football game time that you're going to block off you're not going to you know be on your phone taking orders during them but you found that great way to like block to time block. Do mm-hmm. you feel time blocking is important to you or don't you really? Yeah. Do I mean, way? yes, because I feel like I'm not going to work or do anything during dinner time because that's family time or like when the boys have to, you know, have homework done. I want to be upstairs when they get off the bus and say, how was your day? Give them hugs and have our special time in the evening. So uh, it's just a sacrifice. Like, you know, if I have to stay up all night to do candles, I'm going to do it because... Now, are you a night person or do you no. just do it too? Okay, I wonder because I'm not a night person. No. I'm a morning person. See, like, me too. I can get up at four and do that, but man, I got to be in bed by 11. I, well, I'm way earlier. Once I usually put the boys to bed, I am out, but yeah. if I can, so yeah. Good for you. I'm, yeah. I don't know how I do it some days. I really don't. Yeah. Maybe it's because you know it's for a season. Yeah. Like it's not every day of the year or half of the year at certain times. So you just kind of know, you know, like you know what months are your crazy months. Yeah. Like these are my crazy. I wonder if that helps. Maybe it does. It does. It's a mental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've already talked a little bit about time and what you do. Any specific time management tips that you have or 
Like what I do is we have four boys, so I take their schedule. Okay, I'm blocking off this time because it's for a football game, or I will block off this time. I mean, my kids go to school at eight in the mo- eight eight in the morning, the last one, so I kind of block off that time. Like, was that like what are some? Do you have any tips of? time management stuff or things that you do or don't do or like for example I always thought this is so awful my husband and children are gonna absolutely die that I'm saying this on a podcast but I do not help with the PTO because it's not you're on the PTO too, I'm pre- oh, yeah I'm PTO no. president oh, no, I don't like that S anymore no, no but I I will go to every and this is I'm that one. Oh, well, she's gonna hate no me. I always help with their classroom stuff uh-huh. because I can be with them. Yeah. And I will always help, like, if they need food brought in for something, that's fine. When they're like, hey, will you help with the carnival night? I'm like, then I can be with my kids and I'm really busy. So the answer is no, which I know is terrible. I'm not judging my, you. But yet that's like something that I knew. I, I If I want to do, you know, my business and be with them, then some things I have to, because I was always going to be like, I want to do all the PTO meetings and show up at that stuff. And I just didn't. And then I got in that habit of not doing it, which I know makes things for you guys difficult because you're trying to find parents to help. But are there ever things where you have to say no to something that you really think is important to make sure that you can do the business and and be with the boys? Or did you just able to manage it better than me and you just kind of have your plan and it works? I am. I say yes to too many things. And I think that is something I'm working on. I'm just being honest because it does make things stressful as far as time management and juggling the work, the school life, the homework, the sports, everything. So I that's another reason why I pull the all-nighters and, you know, kind of make my life crazier than it has to be. And I, that's one thing I need to work on, but... Do you enjoy what you say yes to, though? Like, when you're at the all-nighters yes. and you think, okay, this stinks, it was but worth, it's it. worth it. Yeah. Sometimes I think, oh, I should just delegate, you know, being PTO president, I could delegate, okay, can you help me out doing this? Or can you help me out doing this? Reach out to other moms. And a lot of times I do, but sometimes I feel like, oh, I can just, I'll get it done. Like Mm -hmm. I can do this. And that's just, so my plate is often piled really high. Yeah. But no, it's, but you manage it all well. I do. I'm deacon at church. I am, you know, Mm -hmm. like I fill in all of these I have different hats that I wear and I just, yeah. I so don't what know do how you I do guess. for you time? Like, do you ever have Wendy time or are you just the kind of person? Like I, I am kind of an introvert in a lot of ways. So I kind of need just a little bit of downtime after so much, but some people like you're really friendly and outgoing, maybe being busy and stuff. Like you don't ever need to decompress or do you yeah. feel like you do? And if you do, what do you do for that time? I am very social. Like we have a group of ladies, you know, we all are moms, our kids are friends we all go to the same church. So a lot of times we have, you know, women's gatherings once a month, or my friend will say, Hey, let's go out to lunch. We haven't seen each other in, you know, two weeks or something like that. So yeah, we go on kind of Canton shopping trips or Columbus shopping trips with my mother-in-law. And I'm just like, no one bother me for the day I'm away, Mm. you know, kind of thing. So yeah, I do sneak away. But that's really with people. So you you like, no, but But that's good because that makes you happy. Like you like your relaxing time, like filling your 
cut back up as being with other people. Yes, because I am downstairs by myself. Oh, that's true. I never thought about that. Yeah. So I don't even see the sunlight sometimes. Like I have a Mm -hmm. little window above my candle table that, you know, in my candle room. But yeah, so getting out and socializing. Makes your heart happy. Yes, yes. Yeah. So with that in mind, because you are with other women, are do you do any kind of like networking group or don't you need to because you're always with other women and in the way your business operates, it may not be necessary. Yeah. I don't feel it's, I have to have specific group to interact with. I feel like some of the other moms, like one owns a market in Fredericksburg. And so I can go to her business questions or, Hey, how could I, you know, market this better or. So yours is more of a mentorship. Yeah. With people that you know versus like staying in a group with 30 women just to network once a month. Or yeah. Which I like that better for me. I would be more comfortable that way than with like a one-on-one or like when we're at the gym with Chris and just the three mm-hmm. of us versus like a room of 30. Exactly. So yeah, I think it's the same. I think that you're either, me and you tell me if it's like you are comfortable with lots of people in all kinds of situations where I'm, I like the one-on-one more. But for your business, the one-on-one works because you're getting your specific questions answered and with someone that knows you. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a great group of women that I can send a candle out or, you know, ask questions or I don't know. They just listen to if I have to vent about something. It's just I have every resource I feel like in my group of women, whether it's business or, you know, just support in every way. So it's really an organic group of women that just naturally came together by kids, ages of kids and where you live. So there's real authenticity in it. Yeah. I love that. So we are very close and how many are in your group about there's probably like eight of us that are really close, but then Mm -hmm. we have a group of women, like say our church group that are our fellowship group. There could be 15, 20 of us Mm -hmm. that offer so many different things for me personally. I know I can go to this one for just, you know, prayer, mm-hmm. or I can go to this one for business support or a question, or, hey, I made this new candle. Can you come over and smell it? I want your honest opinion. So it's just... But you all contribute to each other's lives yes. in your own way, kind of. And know? they come to me for... Mm-hmm whatever they feel like, you know, I can help them with. So it's, yeah. So let's talk about the candles and the spray. So you have the room spray and you have the candles. So what is your personal favorite smell of the candle or the, I'm assuming they have the same smells. Like if you do it in a candle, you can do it in a room spray. Yeah. And I do tarts. I do car air fresheners. I can, some stores buy like the potpourri and I can scent it with the oils and then I sell the oils separately. So, I mean, there's other products, but. So you have like seven, eight different products that kind of all do a different need. Yeah. I have two sizes of candles, uh, tart melts, like for mm-hmm. your warmer, the room sprays, the potpourri, and then the oil that can rescent the potpourri. So, yeah. So every business customer likes their favorites, but I love kind of the first thing that got me thinking about buying the business was the lemongrass in the summer, lemongrass verbena candle, and I got to have the spray. I'm more of the candle spray combo. And then I have my different seasons. I do burn candles during the summer, the lemongrass, and then obviously right now I'm obsessed with the harvest pumpkin. Yeah. So So do you ever mix it up and do like the lemon one in the winter and the harvest one in the summer? I can't. My 
mind's not wired that way. I would no, just be like, this I is think a smell. This is a false. Yeah, smell. some people burn the lemongrass. Like I just shipped one out this morning, actually. So, okay. and I love it. Whatever makes your heart happy, I'm okay with. How many different smells do you have? Like 25. They originally had like 45. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was very overwhelming oh my, purchasing. Yes. And oil is not cheap. Wax isn't cheap. So I was like, well, I might just tone it down to like the top 20 bestsellers. And then I kind of added five. That you kind of came that, up with on your own. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Harvest Pumpkin was mine. And then once you get into the Christmas season, the winter, I do Sweetie Pine or Balsam Branches, like that real pine. Like I mm-hmm. love it. And some people don't love the pine, and I get it, but my husband loves it, and I love it. The, everybody, you know. And then we just start the cycle again. You know, when spring mm-hmm. starts, I do the lemongrass or the cucumber fresh mint is great. Just something fresh oh, and yeah, clean. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. But we have a wide variety, you know, and I'm hoping to add more in the near future once this pandemic stuff kind of slows down a little bit and opens up some of the supplier stores so I can go in and smell some Smart. new scents. Yeah. yeah. So. so when you got, I'm just curious, this is just a nosy question. When you went down <laughs> from 45 to 25, was that all based on numbers or was some of it like, eh, that's not my favorite smell. Um, Maybe one of the top 20 might have been a huge seller, but it was one that you loved. So you kept it or was it literally just, this is the Well, it just happened numbers. to be that the top 20 had all my favorites. Oh, yeah. So I did go by numbers. My husband was you know, all over crunching well, the numbers. Yeah, that's true. That's where his business sense would have yeah. played into that. And so I did have say in it. Obviously, I mm-hmm. could say, oh, I like this. And to be honest, I kept all the other the old recipes so I can face them in if need yeah. be. So something different, like a special flavor. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping to do something like that. I don't know. It's just life happens and I just kind of do my routine of the normal candle thing. And then I'm like, oh, I should have done that, you know, or I could have done that. But why make things more complicated when everybody's happy as a, you know, with... Well, I think I would guess that the ages of your boys play a little bit into that because they're one grade apart, two grades apart. Two grades apart. So mm-hmm. when they're in seventh and ninth, you're not going to see either one of them till exactly. five o'clock or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I have time to just process and think about things a little bit but mm-hmm. right now I'm okay with where I'm at yeah they keep good. me busy that's for sure if somebody wants to find you and buy your candles where how would they do that what's the best way to get a hold of you to see what what your smell flavors are or your products or buy them from certain stores that carry them what would you say so I'm going to say that at the current moment we are working on the website so it's down right now which I hate to say that uh-huh. it just happened you know the technology part of it, it, there was some technical difficulties. And so we had to pause it, let them work on it. Hopefully sooner than later, we'll get it back up and running. Mm -hmm. I am on Facebook. You can email me. The website is the1824candlecompany.com. Okay. I'm on Facebook. Um, Same. Yep. Same. The 1824candlecompany. And my email is on there. So I did post on Facebook that the website is currently down. So that if they want to, they can just email me and we can totally still get that order placed. And, but hopefully the website will be up and running sooner than later. I just wish I could be on your website, like a scratch and sniff. (laughs) 
Yeah, there's a description. Oh, I could have brought all my oils and everything for you to smell. I should have. Oh, this smells great. So Wendy was so kind and brought us candle and the Harvest Pumpkin Room, room Spray. And I've already sprayed it in my living room. And it just says, I love the fall smells so yeah. much. So that was perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Any other things you want to add before we finish up? I don't know. I think we kind of... I think we got most of it. Yeah. Unless you have a failure or a success or a piece of advice that you learned that you would like to share. I would say say we kind of touched on the the lesson learned when you gave me that I you know question that remember why you start your business and what your goal is to be it's okay to say no we kind of touched on this a little bit ago that I bought it this business my business to be home and be involved and be flexible for the boys what you know my son Brady has therapy three times a week I just couldn't juggle it and it's mentally it's not worth it so if you can find something like this business or start your own small business and have that flexibility just go for it and keep pushing through it yeah it's all worth it yeah and I love that it's, that it's flexible I mean that's true you can it can it needs to be what's good for you and for you flexibility is like your yeah. your main thing of what having a business has allowed you to do. Yeah. Which was your goal to it's, start with. Yeah. So it's done exactly what it was supposed to do for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love so that. I think that would be the only thing that I would you know, love well, to end on. Yeah. Thank you so yes, much. Thank you for, for having us. Yes. We all have a purpose and we have dreams to follow. To learn more about other women and their stories and their dreams, like and subscribe. Until next week, be a blessing to others.